Fitness Pro Mentors, it is Fight Club, as Glenn just said, off air. We are going to talk today about marketing like we have been for a while, but specifically, we're going to talk about this battle between in-person marketing versus online marketing. And we are in a very interesting time in the marketplace because COVID pandemic stuff is starting to settle down mostly and things are changing. So I think this is a really interesting conversation. Before we start saying our little to-dos, if you are listening to this, please comment below. What do you think is best or which and when? Online marketing versus in-person marketing. If you comment during the show, we will post it in there and we'll give you a shout out. But starting off, Glenn, how are you today? Uh, we talked about it a bit beforehand. It's been a weird 24 hours, but aside from that, I'm doing well. How are you, Brandon? I'm good. I have not had any animals attack my house this morning like Glenn has had. Or last night. It's been wild. I had a, we got, my, my dog got skunked and then we found a, I found a bat in the house this morning. So it's been one thing after another, but I'm here. I'm excited. I love talking about the podcast, uh, stuff inside the podcast. And social media is a fun one because I think everyone's all up in arms about social media these days. So yeah, I'm excited to jump into it. But once you tell me how you're doing today, Brandon. I am doing good. I have two human animals in my house that take over the house the entire time. Actually, for fun, if you guys are just curious and interested on Canva, Canva is an incredible online app. And I got to say, if you pay for the pro version, it's really inexpensive and you get some amazing features. My son, Maxwell, asked for some pictures of our cats in very specific cars, Tia in a Mini Cooper, Nala in a Corvette, and Hemi in a flatbed truck. And so I was able to Photoshop an image in 20 minutes on Canva, and it's just hilarious. So that's, uh, that's my focal point this morning. <laughs> Fantastic. Which kind of leads us into social media. So listen, social media and online marketing or in-person marketing. So at the beginning of launching Fitness Pro Mentors and really doing everything that we've been talking about here, we spent a lot of time talking about getting social media optimized and getting your online presence huge. Truth is, the online landscape for a very short period of time and still now became a much larger focus because most of us, especially in Canada and the US and in Europe, so really everywhere, we weren't able to see clients in person. There was the fear of the pandemic, fear of COVID-19, and there were also oppressive lockdowns everywhere. So where do you maintain your business? Where do you grow your business? And where do you still have autonomy within your clients? Well, online became such a great focus, social media, Facebook, Facebook groups, and we still use those. And I can definitely explain why as we get into today, but the in-person marketing kind of got pushed aside because you couldn't see people in person sitting close to like how Glenn and I are right now was not acceptable. Even being seen on camera, a couple of our members were like, hey, I noticed you and Glenn are doing a thing. Are you guys socially distancing? I was like, oh my gosh, well, that's a real thing. And so now we have to talk about, and I think this is a great conversation, what is the best form of marketing for personal trainers? Do we get in person and do the in-person, on your feet, on the ground, quote unquote, old school marketing strategies, or do we get online? Glenn, what do you think? I think just like with clients and the exercises we select for them, we got to start with what is the goal? What is the purpose right now? Why, why are you online versus why would you be in person? What is the goal that you're trying to achieve? And I think that when we're thinking about what the goal is that you're trying to achieve, you got to ask yourself, where's the health of your business right now? And where do I want to take this thing in the next six months, one year, three years, five years, so on and so forth. And for myself, if I'm thinking about it, if I'm not busy right now, I'm not going to be spending a whole bunch of time on social media. Because social media return on investment in terms of getting new clients, like inbound leads from people seeing your posts, really not that high. You have to have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of followers to begin with 
right? I'm talking about, I'm not talking about story like tens of thousands. I'm talking about, you need to have like a thousand, two thousand, maybe three thousand people if you're going to start moving that thing forward. If I need some money right now and I need to make some, uh, some dough, some banks start paying my bills because I haven't been working like during the pandemic and COVID, I'm thinking and biasing myself more towards in-person stuff. Because if people are willing to spend some time with me in person, coming to a seminar or coming to a free consultation assessment, whatever my offer is to them, there's a much greater chance that they've already identified for themselves, yeah, I've got an issue or a problem. I need to get it solved. And this guy seems like he might be able to solve it. I'm happy to give myself a little bit of time with him right now to see if it might be a good fit. And that's kind of an indicator for me or for us as the exercise professional that this person is ready to go. And so we know from our history here, we did a whole uh, podcast on this, that if we do a presentation, we get 10 people in, we usually get anywhere between two, three, sometimes four quality leads. And sometimes in addition to that, people that weren't seeing us coming back into the fold once they hear we're doing an event. And so that's what I'm thinking about in terms of, you know, what do we want to do right now? What's your goal? Do you have a, already have like 30 clients, 30 hours a week, and you're looking to expand and grow and have other products? Sure, spend more time doing online marketing. Uh, do you not have a lot of clients around? Do you need to make some money right now? The quickest way to do that is going to be doing more in-person stuff. If you think of, there's this kind of like this nice visual that we talk about in our mentorship. And I'll share with you now this idea is that we have long-term, quote-unquote, money later systems, things that take time to build inertia online, your Google SEO presence, your website presence, if you do a YouTube channel for marketing, uh, even your social media to some extent, if you have Instagram or Facebook or any other platform, those things, if you start posting today, unless you do some very specific you know, hands-on strategies, it takes time for those things to pyramid up and grow to get inertia, to get people seeing you and spending time with you. If you're trying to grow your business right now, in my opinion, focusing on in-person marketing and advertising is one of the most powerful things you can do for a few different reasons. One, proximity is power. If you are at Strata and we have a driving radius of say five kilometers and anything outside of five kilometers, people's like, that's a little bit too far of a drive and I'm not gonna go there. Well, what you should start to do, social media is everywhere, which is cool, but doesn't really help you for people who are just a little bit outside of driving distance of your facility. So right off the bat, we should consider everything that is within driving distance of your business and your brick and mortar location that you're working out of to try and make relationships. It's way more likely if you can find people that are within driving distance, you can build relationships, you will get more business because they are within driving distance. Huge thing. Most people don't talk about that. We need to consider that for sure. Two, the actual like brass tacks of getting in front of a person you don't know and trying to build a professional relationship, figuring out how do you talk to a business owner and have that relationship not feel threatening to them and organically go the direction of potentially getting clients. How do you facilitate setting up a presentation, educational event, or a conversion event at a facility somewhere, a business that is lateral to yours, that you could benefit their client demographic with people who have psychographic needs that line up with you? How do you make that happen? How do you go talk to a random person that is not a business or a conversion event client and actually build a relationship? Because I'll tell you, tell you for sure, if you build those relationships and you work on those skills, getting in those terrifying, uncomfortable, really unpleasant scenarios where you have to figure out how to talk to someone will turn to clients as you get better at it. You will get better skills. And then when you are ready to go online, you will understand way more about the consumer and the person and the products that you're creating before you build that online infrastructure, which long-term 
you do need to do. But we got to build this like competency level of actually being able to talk to people, build relationships and quote unquote selling yourself. I just think it's so huge. And I think what ends up happening is most of us positive procrastinate, go, I'm going to work on my business today. And we spend a lot of time making graphics in Canva, recording videos. We do all this content creation and it's fun and it looks beautiful. And you spend time in all the Ecamm Live and the videos and all this stuff, which is dandy. And then you do stuff with it and nothing comes from it. You're like, well, I spent six hours on Monday creating things and those creating things didn't turn to business. You're not being seen, you're not being heard, you're not building relationships. And I think that that accidentally, well, that was already a thing that people were doing before by accidentally positively studying themselves into procrastination. But I think COVID accidentally made this, exemplified this by, I gotta spend time online. I'm gonna do online things. The online things didn't turn to anything. Online didn't work for me. That's not true. It's just where are we putting our energy in what basket, so to speak. So here's where I really think the online presence works for you, even if you don't have the amount of clients that you want right now and you're trying to build it. So absolutely doing more in-person stuff, speaking to other businesses in a way that you're aligned with them, getting referrals from current clients, going out there doing presentations, all that stuff you should absolutely be doing if you're not as busy as you want to be. Here's how social media is going to help you if you don't have enough clients right now. One, algorithms these days on searching platforms are getting really, really good. And they search across multiple platforms to detect is there consistency in your messaging what it is that you do. So if your Instagram, your Facebook, your Pinterest, your TikTok, your Google My Business page, if they say the same things, maybe in different ways, similar images, but it's very clear that the people that you service are in a particular demographic with a tick, sorry, a particular emotional pain and you solve a particular problem, SEO is gonna pick up on that. So when people do go to Google and they search personal trainer to help me with fat loss in new market, you come up. Exercise for back pain in new market, you come up. So that is in the short term how these kind of things are gonna help you up front. The second thing is that what are people gonna do the second they hear about you or the second someone refers you um, to a friend of theirs or sorry, gets a they hear about you. What's the first thing they're gonna do? They're gonna search you up on all your platforms. So you can go to Facebook and see if they can see your public profile or your business page. They're gonna go to your website. They're gonna go to your Instagram. And what are they gonna see? It's either gonna be something that's gonna push them and make them warmer and hotter and make them wanna work with you even more and have them pick up the phone and call you or it's gonna make them colder, push them away from talking to you and going to the next person down on the list. This is one of the reasons why we're super a big in pumping our students up to be consistent with their messaging, consistent with their marketing, so that when the right people see their message, they're hooked. And they wanna pick up that phone, they wanna call, they wanna email, they wanna start right away. So right now, if you're trying to get busier, make sure that your messaging across all your platforms is similar, and that, so it speaks to one kind of person, and make sure that you are showcasing, if you're gonna be doing social media, value. Showcase why you're amazing, showcase the people that you work with, show some social proof so these people see people like them getting better so they call you and wanna work with you. Honestly, think about social media when you wanna get busy, you don't have enough clients in the short term, more like a visual resume, more than a place that is gonna have people call you right away and say, I saw one post and I wanna work with you. Honestly, I'll tell you, when I was doing Strata alone, and I mean like it was just Brandon, I literally did three things, <clears throat> and that was pretty much it. One, I scheduled events speaking everywhere I possibly could where my customers were. 
Two, I did have a Facebook group. It was called Strata Biomechanics at the time, and I used it to help nurture some clients. Small groups, people would come in and help me have conversations with them and nurture them along with the content in a private community. And then three, I recorded testimonial videos of people who come to my place speaking to how what I did changed their life. Those three things. Now you could go, okay, there are three different things there. Great. Well, how did that work? Well, I would go speak in an event. I would make a good impression. I'd give away a survey and offer to give a free assessment. And they would all <clears throat> agree to come in and come into my calendar. Wonderful. Then they would, like Glenn said, go and check me out. And they would, I would invite them to join the Facebook group. They would join the community and they'd see some behind the scenes stuff. But that's still pretty filtered. Then they would see the testimonial video on stratabiomechanics.com of different people, someone like them. And you had this three-layered approach where they would meet me, get an impression of me from the free lead magnet content, and then get social proof of someone like them speaking on their behalf with the result they had. And this helped to increase the quality of leads. Even today, strata internal performance, I still believe Clients are, I shouldn't say I believe, I know, clients are your best marketing tool that you have. He can say stuff, I can say stuff, we can do presentations, that's great. The people will sell the facility more. Even today, last week, we had two or three people say, hey, I saw your social media, and I saw people like me, someone who's older with some injuries at your place, it looks like you work with people like me, I'd like to learn more. And that's what you need. But again, I will say, the online stuff, starting off, if you're like, well, I'm overwhelmed. Where do I start? I will tell you, do this exactly. Go to Instagram, post nine nice pictures of you, your facility, and a couple people in your spot. Just nine, so you have a nice clean grid. Make sure you have a Facebook fan page with those same nine pictures, so it just looks consistent with consistent messaging. Great, make sure your Facebook profile looks professional. You're not posting political opinions and whatnot. Focus on speaking to your message, maybe showcase some personal stuff that just shows that you're a good person. Get that up there, don't change anything, great. Now get out in front of people and introduce yourself and go talk. Go to every chiropractic office, every massage office, every yoga studio, every Lululemon, every Whole Foods, everywhere, and go talk to them and build relationships. So then you can start building the in-person relationships. You can suck at them because you will for the first time. And the second time you'll suck less and less and less. And then you'll be really good. And then you'll just be a rock star talking to people. And then every time you talk to someone, you will filter one person in, another person in. Because here's the great thing about your business. You probably could have 25 clients and you will have a six-figure business. 25 people is not that much. Where, what are you doing to get those 25 people today? Get in front of people. When you get to the point where you are busy, and if you've got the clients that you want and you've got the time to dedicate to a little bit more social media stuff and you want to grow that out, that's fantastic. Especially if you're a business owner and you want to start growing your social media, it's important to have some of these auxiliary skills and be able to speak to the camera, be able to do some of your own editing and content creation because here's the thing. It's very easy when it's just you as the solopreneur to go out, do the presentations, do everything the brand just told you to do because it's just you. But now that you've owned your own business, and if it's you and just even one more trainer, how does that now look on the social media? What's going to happen? You're busy. You're stacked full of people. Someone sees you online or they're being referred from a friend. Hey, Brandon, I want to work with you. I'm sorry. I don't have any more time, but would you like to work with this guy? He's another trainer. He's been doing it for a couple of years. Great guy. No, no. I saw you on the website. You're everywhere. I want to work with you. And this is the big issue that I think a lot of business owners run into is that they're the guy on their social media, or the woman on their social media, and everyone wants to work with them. So as you start building out your social media, there's a couple things that you wanna be taking a look at here. 
One, make your social media almost absent from who you are. Make it about your clients, make it about what's going on in your gym. Sure, you can be featured in there. I'm not saying don't have your face, but make it about the brand or the business, not necessarily just you. That way, as more and more people start working for you, it's easier and easier to pass those warm and hot leads off to those trainers so they can get busy and your business grows. As an aside from that, when you are creating content, we have this, this, this um, is it, uh, oh my God, why I'm blanking? Being seen is what? I know what it stands for. What do they call uh, It's S-E-E-N. I know what it stands for. An acronym, right? Acronym. Shareable, engaging, nurturing, and educational content. S-E-E-N. I know that wasn't exactly. Sorry. That wasn't exactly, <laughs> wasn't exactly in order. But your content should be around that. As an educator and someone helps people with their bodies, if it's shareable, engaging, um, educational and nurturing, people are going to want to work with you. So if you have that as your framework and you can pick a topic and you can share in a way that engages those four key principles, you're going to make some really great content. And then from there, it takes time. And this is kind of beyond the scope of this pod, uh, podcast, but understanding what makes good framing, how you get good lighting, how you get crisp photographs. That's a whole other thing. You can find that on YouTube. We have courses on this in FPM, but that's really the, the fulcrum is being content that's very shareable, engaging, educational, nurturing, and it's done very well from a technical perspective. That's not about you, that's about your brand. I don't want to get like a little too weird. I 100% agree with you. We get a little bit weird. So We can debate each other if you want. No, 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 Paul, no, I'm good I'm going to fight Brandon right now. We can fight, we can do that. I'm, I'm not going to fight Brandon, I'll lose. Um, so game theory and politics, broad scope, right? So like thinking about, let me fix that, there we go. So okay. thinking about game theory, right? If a leader of a team is starting to lose the morale of the people. Well, what, do have, what have historically leaders done? Both villains and good people. Well, they have chosen and, and villainized or antagonized somebody. And they go, look, they're the enemy. They are against us. And so all of a sudden, when you create a united front towards an enemy or a thing, a problem, a pain, if you will, you create this united mission of that we together as a morale team coming together now are working towards this thing. So that's kind of an interesting idea. Game three, we've seen this through diff many different wars. We're not going to go there. And then in politics, if you think about politics, how many different politicians, when they are campaigning, go everywhere? What do they do? They want to get your attention and get your vote. But they do every event they possibly can. They're at dog charities. They're doing their own events. They're at the town music thing being, hey, I'm the mayor. Vote for me. You know, they're doing all of that stuff. They are being seen and they're being heard and showing their leadership skills. So like Glenn said, online is where you showcase your pain, your mission, and your team really showcasing the incredible morale that your entire business has towards this one villain that you are gamifying towards that direction, right? We are here to help people move pain-free. Pain will not stop someone from having a high-quality life. We got a different way of doing that. We have to villainize pain, sort of, but as a mission, have this dream outcome that all of our content showcases. You as the leader, and this is where I'm kind of going that I was saying I might poke the bear a little bit, you starting off, you have to, in person, get in front of effing everybody, everyone. When I first started off here, before I had someone like Glenn or Lucy's or people who felt comfortable getting in front of people, I did all the presentations. 
But I had that problem that Glenn just alluded to that it was pretty much the Brandon show because I had the confidence and the conviction and the quote unquote knowledge that people could see and hear that I knew the stuff. And that of course I had some other people around me, but they viewed as my seconds, if you will, but they wanted to see me. And so what I did was I did all the presentations to build up the inertia and the messaging of Strata. I drew people into the community with those strategies I said before, but I always brought Eric or Taylor or Chris or someone else that worked here with me to be a, a second, if you will, to be a part of the presentation, to do small presentation topics and to be by demonstration person. So when I finished the presentation, I could catapult those leads over to them. But it took the drive from me. And I don't want to speak so boldly, speaking about Glenn, the drive that I had helped him and people like Glenn see, oh my gosh, there's something happening over there. They've got marketing down. Brandon is pushing in front of people. They have a united vision. I want to be a part of that team. And that came, I, hate, I mean, I don't want to be so hubris, but it started with the drive that I pushed forward. And then it kept with the messaging. And then now Lucy did a presentation on Saturday. Glenn does presentations. And now it's not just one, it's a bunch of people doing the same thing. But it starts, it starts with you. Because if you're the leader of a team or your own person you want to hire a trainer, you can't be like, oh, I'm going to hire someone like Brandon or Glenn and they'll do it all for me. No, maybe, probably not though. You need to start and showcase people because if you don't have that drive, why would anybody go, oh, I'll do that because he's not doing it. What ends up happening is they see people on your team, see you doing a great job and then they go, you know what? If he can do it, I can do it. If she can do it, I can do it. If they can do it, I can do it. And we all start going together. And so the reason why I'm, ex I'm exemplifying this and kind of rant ranting on this point for a second is if you're a trainer and you're listening to this and you have people around you that are working with you or you want to hire a team, get so good, so good at the basics that when you hire someone, it's just easy for them to jump and follow in your footsteps and go the next path and then let them make their own path on top of the social media. Um, the last thing I really want to uh, speak to uh, unless you have any other uh, closing things you want to you know, put the cherry on, is understanding which social media platforms are going to be best for you and then also understanding that it's going to take some time to learn how to optimize these things a little bit. You know, the demographics for each social media platform are not the same. You're going to find a bit of an older crowd on Facebook, that 35 and up uh, age range, even predominantly more skewed to 55 and older. You're not going to find... Uh, as many 55-year-olds on Instagram, even fewer on TikTok. Essentially, the older the social media platform, the more you're going to find older folks on there. The younger the platform, like TikTok, the less you're going to find those older folks on there, so to speak. So understanding your demographic and knowing where they are, just as well as it applies to in-person, also applies to online. The other thing within that is understanding how some of these platforms work. Facebook is a very community-based platform. When you go on Facebook, you mostly see posts from people that are close to you or that are friending you on Facebook. As to when you go to Instagram, you'll see whatever is the most popular and trending mixed in with a little bit of your friends and family and the people that you follow. TikTok is almost exclusively almost random stuff that the algorithm has generated for you based on stuff that you've liked, swiped through, all that kind of stuff. And so understanding how each of these platforms works and what kind of people are on them should dictate where you spend your time. The other half of that is that you have to understand that every platform has a lot of nuances and that there are people who make their entire living off just one of these platforms and being good at creating content for just that platform and serving a community on those platforms. 
Do not expect that if you're new to social media and you're on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn that you're going to do any one of those well. The best thing that you can do is pick the, uh, the social media platform where your ideal target audience is and get good at that and build a community around that so that when you go out and do presentations, like Brandon said, you're out in the community or you're being seen everywhere, then when people look you up or you redirect them to your social media platform that it's easy for them to access. There's no sense in working with 65-year-olds like we do here at Stratas, our, our target demographic, and then only being on TikTok. Oh, it's just not gonna work, and vice versa. So when you are gonna be choosing which social media platform to go on, A, you're gonna spend some time to understand how that thing works and get good at it, and then B, make sure that it is the right platform that your ideal target audience is gonna be on, because if it's not, you're gonna be wasting a lot of your time, and that's frustrating, really frustrating. The thing about the platforms that Glenn kind of softly mentioned as well, but I think is kind of nice is that, well, first of all, in, a lot of these platforms are changing consistently, but you can also put energy into a platform and then get it organized and clean and have your messaging concise, and then you can just leave it. Like for a business, Strata Internal Performance is not a YouTube active place, but it does have content that when you Google search, because Google and YouTube, you know, cahoots, when you type both Strata Internal Performance on Google, uh, it shows up in and you can see some of Strata stuff on Google. So it just boosts your SEO. That just comes from having high quality content that hits the, the keywords you're trying to use and being really consistent. There's one thing that I think Glenn said that I would kind of throw out there as like a last closing kind of note. And it's this idea of omnipresence over time. You need to get busy and get your foundations to make sure you're making enough money to have the business that you want. All these online platforms, there are definitely tools from a lead magnet perspective that are far more beneficial than others. But I do think you should, over time, try to have a little bit of clean, organized, concise content everywhere so that way you can be everywhere, like the mayor campaigning in the town. You don't need thousands of followers to grow a business. My Instagram page, both the ones that I used to grow Fitness Pro Mentors, have less than a thousand followers and we've done great for the first year getting started first year and a half starting off with this new product my drum page has uh, has had five thousand followers and dropped down because i didn't do it for a few years and it's on the way back up because i'm just having some fun with it i don't sell anything on there so i have literally five times as many followers on one platform over another and the one actually makes money and the other one not at all it's not about the number of people you have it's about the quality of people you have and the quality of the messaging you have and your mission so if you are not making enough money, go talk to some people right after this. Don't procrastinate. Go talk to some more people. And when you're not happy with how it went, review the game tape and do it again and do it again. If you want some specific advice for that, there are tons of podcasts where you're given advice, but message me, message Glenn, message Taylor, one of our mentors, and we'll be happy to help. Once you get a little bit of money coming in, start optimizing online content. Once that content is optimized, you can start playing with it and increasing the quality of it to make sure the consistency and messaging is there and have fun. I mean, that's the most important thing is making sure that all of this is working the direction that you want, doing it in a way that is fun, professional, and lines up with your vision. I love it. Brandon, with all that in mind, the people want to know what your pick of the week is. Thank you, Curtis Clay, for the recommendation. But this is the DGI mic. It is an online, online. It is a microphone set for your iPhone and can be used on your computer and whatnot. And I just picked it up for the facility. So Glenn, myself, Lucy, anyone else is doing stuff. And it is, first and foremost, 
this extremely, if you're watching the video, extremely attractive little package. Oh, yeah. It comes with a receiver that connects into whatever device that you're trying to do. It comes with two microphones. You can attach it into your computer. And I bought one little extension cable to make life even easier. And it all fits into this tiny case that could fit into your pocket. Two microphones, one receiver. Could be used as a camera mic. Could be used as an iPhone mic. Super simple. My only complaint is that it doesn't fit in my OtterBox case completely. So I have to take the rubber off to actually get the mm -hmm. mic in all the way. But I bought an extension cable that's coming. It'll be here today. And yeah, I definitely recommend it. If you're trying to make social media content fast, iPhones are great. Like we've said before, audio quality is also super critical. If you're in a big facility like we are, you hear noises in the background. You hear people explaining things. We don't want to be hearing too many people over talking about our stuff or the music, copyright issues. DJI mic, really, really cool. Curtis Clay recommended it. Very happy with the recommendation. Perfect. What's your pick of the week? My sir? pick of the week. Bats. My pick of the week. <laughs> bats. It's bats. bats. Let me tell you all my bat facts. Um, beats bears, bats, Battlestar Galactica. Love skunks. It. Skunks, terrible. So getting to my actual pick of the week. Um, my pick of the week is uh, getting, your per getting permission from your clients to record them doing exercises. Quite possibly one of the most simple and effective ways to get social media con uh, content and social proof. Ad that's educational, nurturing, all that stuff we talked about being, uh, being in being seen. It's really, really easy just to ask your client, hey, is it okay if I record 20 or 30 seconds of you doing this exercise during the next set? Most people are going to say okay. Some people are going to say no, I'd rather not, in which case that's okay too. We appreciate it and I appreciate your honesty. Let's get back to the session. But being able to record them doing the exercise while you're coaching and cueing them, it shows them doing the exercise, getting stronger, feeling good. There's that social proof. You can even do if you want a voiceover on some of these different platforms with Instagram for sure, TikTok for sure, using Brandon's new DJI uh, microphone or just your regular old microphone there. But there's tons of different ways to take client exercises you're recording and make them social proof, make them social media content really, really quickly and efficiently so you don't have to go, oh, I gotta spend an hour today on the gym floor recording myself, doing stuff. No, why would you do that? Get permission, record it, make it look nice, you'll get better at the scale over time, Play with it, do a voiceover, add the Instagram captions, whatever you want to do, and you've got great content, and guess what? You can do that every day, five days a week, and your social media is almost all but taken care of. Absolutely beautiful. So coming back to that note, that's something we had a couple of students complaining, like, I don't have enough time for social media. I'm like, honestly, do that recording thing that I just talked about, Glenn. I mean, I'm trying to showcase in our strat Instagram how you can make it run and gun and make it look really good. Uh, it was because of that recommendation that I saw Curtis Clay, and that's how we got into this, was he was doing some cool videos of him coaching people. He was like, you know, 25 feet away from the camera, and he was cueing people, but the microphone was super clear. I'm like, that's not just the iPhone audio. And I reached out to him about this, but he's doing a great job where he plugs in this microphone. He literally sets up his camera. He's training somebody where he's like, okay, Glenn, what I want you to do is this, 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 shove into this thing. And I want you to go nice and slow and controlled. And you can hear his cues perfectly. And then you see the client do it. And it's gotten a bunch of traction. And I think, you know, shout out to Curtis, good friend, love him. Uh, he, that's a really, really smooth, easy way to do it. It takes a little more setup, but do what Glenn's recommending, video day taping clients, fastest way to get clients and content. So everyone, Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We are the Minds on Muscle Show from the Fitness Pro Mentor Podcast. If you're a trainer and you're interested in scaling your business, growing a little bit, please check out the Fitness Pro Mentors Facebook group. We'd love to meet you. We have a bunch of incredible content that we just interviewed Brad Dieter, who is a superstar business and scientist. You've got to check it out and uh, let us know how we can help you grow your business. We want you to succeed. Make a rain, everyone. Have a great one. Bye, everybody.